Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Good afternoon. What is happening? Central Iowa TC here with you. Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700 as we look to get you through a good Friday and into an Easter weekend. Hope everybody out there having a great day. We got plenty to get into here this afternoon. Take you up until 3 o'clock with plenty of sports talk for you. Uh, Going to kick things off talking a little bit about non-conference scheduling, the big story of the week. And, uh, boy, it's made Cyhawk Twitter go absolutely crazy this week after Iowa earlier this week announced their final opponent in their non-conference football schedule for 2019. Their schedule is now set for the next three seasons. And uh, on the schedule, if you miss the news, it's Middle Tennessee, not anything that is going to excite a whole lot of people. We're going to delve into things. What the future of Iowa-Iowa State, the football rivalry, is going to be, what it should be, give you some logistical ideas, uh, some thoughts on that here to kick things off. We got uh, Jimmy B. off for the next uh, week and a half or so. He said he'll be back maybe a week from Thursday, a much-needed respite for Jim Brinson because you know how hard that guy works. <sighs> yeah, Jimmy B., though, uh, enjoying a little vacation time. And he tells me it's not going to be quite like the last time he uh, went away. He's gone for a couple months. Now this one's just going to be a uh, little less than two weeks he'll be away. But we have a lot to talk about here during that time. You and me, you can join me as always here at 515-264-1700. Let your thoughts be known. A big recruiting weekend coming up for Iowa State basketball. They have Shakir Justin coming in this weekend, the junior college player. Kansas very interested in him as well. He's up in Ames. In fact, probably there right now. If you're listening, what's up? Uh, go to Iowa State. Help that team get back to the NCAA tournament. Always love to see the recruiting victories go the way of uh, the Cyclones when you're talking about that. But we'll talk about that a little bit more. Next weekend, a couple of fifth-year grad transfers expected to visit Iowa State. Plenty of recruiting news happening there. We talked about uh, the final Rivals 150 that came out earlier in the week as well. So always got basketball talk. You guys know how much I love college basketball, my favorite sport. And uh, always, even in April after the national championship, I'm still good talking college basketball. We'll get into the college football. We got a lot of baseball to talk about today. Excited to welcome in our man Ian Castleberry. Talk with Ian a little bit about uh, some things going on, both in the baseball realm, and he also does a, a lot of work pop culture and sports media-wise over at Awful Announcing. So he'll be here uh, to kick off the show in about 20 minutes, 12.25 or so. We'll talk with Ian. Then get deeper into baseball, kind of the stats portion of things, with Mark Simon from ESPN Stats and Information. He'll join us at 1 o'clock this afternoon. we got Matt Nelson. We'll talk about that recruiting visit and much more hoops with him on the Cyclone front coming up at 1.40. 2 o'clock, Jeff Hughes is going to stop by as we continue on uh, looking at the local teams with the NFL draft a couple weeks away. Uh, we talked earlier in the week on the Vikings side today. A look at the Bears with Jeff Hughes, and we'll wrap things up at about 2.20. Long conversation with Wolfgang. Oh, Wolfgang, always fun talking with him. Everything going on, and, and he likes to delve into that Cyhawk talk as well, and we'll get into that with him at about 2.20 this afternoon. Again, 515-264-1700. That's how you can get involved here. Dial me up. You can always find me on Twitter as well, at Trent Condon. But I told you, want to start with some football talk here. Spring football going on. The stories are out there. Earlier in the week, uh, 
got a chance to hear from Ked O'Keefe back at the University of Iowa after a few years away with the Miami Dolphins and, and doing his thing in the NFL. Now back, not as the offensive coordinator, but as the quarterback's coach, him along with a new coach over there, one of the new coaches coming in, Coach Copeland, uh, earlier in the week. So a few things that start to trickle out from that. Uh, reading through things is obviously I can't make it over to Iowa City. Unfortunately, I would love to be able to go up there, go up to Ames and and uh, be part of those press conferences. But logistically, it just doesn't work. You know how that goes. Uh, but uh, read through the transcripts. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. But I, I do want to talk about the future of the Iowa State football rivalry. And here in central Iowa, I am an Iowa lifer. Been here 37 years now. I've lived in a few different places, grew up in Osage, actually New Haven, a town of 40 people, eight miles away from Osage. That's where I grew up. Back in the 80s, it was Iowa. I mean, I didn't know Cyclone fans. They were, they were few and far between, even though Ames was a lot closer than Iowa City was to us. It was all Hawkeyes. And during that time growing up in the 80s, well, we only had three channels, like most everybody out there, at four if uh, IPTV was coming in well. But that was it. But the Hawkeyes were always on. Basketball during the winter, that's what led you through those long winter months of North Iowa. There was no one on Thursday nights and Saturdays that you'd be able to watch the Hawkeyes. And Iowa State became a bigger part of that. But growing up for me, and this isn't to disparage Iowa State or anything like that, just the mind of a elementary school kid that didn't know any better. Now, I looked at Iowa State because of especially what happened on the football field. I looked at them in the same realm as you and I, as Drake. And I looked at the Big 8 Conference. Oh, they got Nebraska and Oklahoma. That's about it. It didn't look in my mind as the Big Ten. The rivalry, though, has changed so much over the last two decades. On the football field, it all started back in Kinnick Stadium in 1998. My freshman year, sitting there, expecting, as most everybody did, well, another Iowa trouncing. It had been 15 consecutive victories out of the Hawkeyes. There had been a few close calls in there, but you figured, hey, Hayden's going to come back out here, going to have things figured out. We know what happens. 27-9, an absolute demolishing of the Hawkeyes there in Kinnick Stadium. Dan McCarney, the smile on that guy's face after the game. It was something that changed the complete tenor of this series. And it's a wonderful series. It, it, growing up where I did, then living in eastern Iowa for a number of years, I didn't realize what the Iowa-Iowa State rivalry meant to the people of central Iowa. I just didn't. And now after living here for almost a decade, I have learned the importance of the rivalry and the importance of what that game means each and every year. From going to the games, you know, you got some Cyclone friends and you're a Hawkeye and you go there and you tailgate with them and then vice versa when it's in Iowa City, you got that part of it. You know, the parties that people have, the build-up to it, the week leading up to it, all these different things and how much it intensifies when you get here in central Iowa. Because, to be honest, if you've never been to eastern Iowa or never lived in eastern Iowa, that's not the case. Yeah, it's still a talking point. You still know some Cyclone fans, but it's just not the way that it is here. The importance of this rivalry is more important in central Iowa. Again, that's not a disparaging remark to Iowa State. It's just the reality of the situation. The game is more important here than it is in eastern Iowa. Because of the number of fans on each side, the split, the proximity aims, all these different things, those are reasons that it is more important here. The series is signed to play through 2023. 
me check my notes here just to make sure. Yes. On the schedule through 2023. Great for the state. Sold out every time. Plenty of people. A lot of excitement. Build up all those things. It comes down to this. What does Iowa State gain? What does Iowa gain from this game every single year? And it's been played continuously now since 1977. We're going on now 40 years of this rivalry every year. What does Iowa State have to gain? Now, for a number of years, going back to the 80s and into the 90s, it was one of the few games that they were able to get a full house. And Nebraska had come to town, you get that as well. But for the most part, that was the only time that it sold out. That's not the case anymore. Look at the biggest crowds in Jack Trice history. After the expansion, the numbers of people that have been there. 61,000 for you and I coming to town. Big numbers of people in the building, and it doesn't have to be Iowa anymore. Over these last 19 years, Iowa State is 10-9. and nine. Unbelievably good against how good Iowa as a program has been during that tenure. Multiple Big Ten championships, major bowl games, Rose Bowl, a couple of Orange Bowls in there, New Year's Day Bowls, all these things. Yet Iowa State still has a winning record against that program during that time. It's a big feather in the cap, there's no doubt about it. But have they been able to build on that success that they've had against the Hawkeyes? They haven't. We haven't seen the breakthrough moment. One year, perhaps, you could point at the 9-3 and three year. They went to the Insight Bowl, played Pittsburgh, beat Pitt. That's it. That's their breakthrough moment. That was almost two decades ago now. They haven't been able to take that next step. For Iowa, what do the Hawkeyes have to gain? They're playing a Power 5 conference opponent, the one that isn't looked at nationally very highly. You have your home and home. You keep the in-state people happy. You have all those things. But on a national scale... When people look at the schedule, even when Iowa State's decent, it's not looked at as a positive. It hasn't kept Iowa from ever getting to their ultimate spot. Maybe short of 2002. When you place that game with another opponent in 2002, we could be having a different conversation. I still believe that year, even an undefeated Iowa, even as Trev Alberts on game day was talking about how Iowa was better than Ohio State, I still don't believe that Iowa, at 12-0 that year, would have got into the national championship game against Miami. I think the Buckeyes still would have got that opportunity over the Hawkeyes as we know they didn't play in that year. But this game also hasn't stopped Iowa from getting to a certain spot. It's never kept them out of a Big Ten championship game. Never kept them away from jumping up a bullpecking order, playing in a New Year's Day game, even with losses. But big picture, it's not looked at as a big national spotlight game. So I propose this for this game. Again, the series is signed through 2023. Last game in Jack Trice Stadium, and then there's an opening. Take two years off. A hiatus. Call it a hiatus. From the get-go, call this thing a hiatus. We don't need politicians to get involved. We don't need somebody grandstanding from Garner. We don't need anything like that. What we need is this to be known. We're taking a break. We're coming back. Sign a new four-year deal starting in 2026, play four more times, and then again, two years off. That gives both Iowa and Iowa State an ability to schedule the way that they want to. 
There's enough lead time here. I mean, we're talking seven years down the line. Schedule's already set for a lot of teams over the next few years, but there are openings. And that gives an ability for Iowa to make a phone call. We know Kirk Ferentz doesn't want to go to the West Coast anymore, so cross off the Pac-12. Boom. Start making some calls to some ACC teams. Call Virginia Tech. Call North Carolina. You want to step up? Make a call to Clemson, to Florida State. Call the SEC. Call Arkansas. They got openings. I looked. I looked at the schedule. There's openings there for the Razorbacks. You have an ability to either sign a home-and-home. You can go that route. Do a home-and-home with one of these teams like they did in years past with Pittsburgh, with Syracuse, with Arizona, with Arizona State. You can get back to that because anymore with the nine-game conference schedule, you can't do that. At least Iowa says they can't financially. They can't give up the home game. It gives flexibility. And for Iowa State, Jamie Pollard's phone will be ringing off the hook. The moment that is announced, his phone will ring off the hook. Because the ACC and the SEC have a provision now that every year you have to play a Power 5 opponent. These teams are going out, they're playing home and homes with some programs that leave you sometimes scratching your head. And maybe you get a home and home with Tennessee. That'd be pretty fun, right? Cyclone fans, you want to go to Knoxville to a game? Yeah, you do. Absolutely. It gives an ability for both Iowa and Iowa State to schedule in a way that makes sense. And maybe Iowa State looks at it, and they get together, and Jamie Pollard makes the decision. You know what? You know, we have a home-and-home home right now and a road game this year at Akron. You got UNLV coming up. Those are fun. Akron, not so much, but the UNLV one is fun. But going forward, you know what? Instead of doing a home-and-home home with the Power 5 conference team, let's try to schedule another win. Now let's bring in a MAC opponent that's not very good. Let's bring in Miami of Ohio. Let's bring in a program like that and pad our resume and have a chance to get to a bowl game. You can do it that way. Or if you get a phone call from somebody crazy and Auburn says, hey, let's play a home-and-home, home. where do I sign? It gives an ability for both these teams, and the series is not going away. I don't want this series to go away. I want it to stay. And during that two-year hiatus, both teams playing different games, playing different opponents, playing somebody from outside the area. Uh, how about this? A road game for Iowa outside of the state of Iowa for once? Because in the current structure, Iowa will never, ever play a road non-conference game again. That's what Gary Barta has told us. And with this latest scheduling, we found that out. Every other year I've played at Iowa State, and that's it. They're getting a couple of bye games. That's what you get. Yeah, there's an extra conference game in there. But that extra conference game might be Rutgers. Might be Maryland. Not exactly lighting the world on fire with that. An idea, a compromise, one that makes sense. Four years on, two years off. Your first break comes in 2024. Those two seasons, the Iowa State game isn't played. Then you come back, you play it four more years, and then another two-year break. It's a compromise. It works for both sides. Teams can schedule both Iowa and Iowa State the way that they see fit. A possibility of a good home-and-home that's what needs to happen here for the future of this rivalry. It's grown stale. It's grown stale. When you look at your schedule every year, and you're an Iowa fan, and you see this is what's happening over the next three years. Wyoming, Iowa State, North Texas. 2018, Northern Illinois, Iowa State, UNI. 
2019. Miami of Ohio, Iowa State, Middle Tennessee. Who's excited about that? Not many in the fan base. Not many in the fan base. 264-1700, your thoughts on that. We got Ian Castleberry coming up in uh, just a little bit. Before we get to Ian, though, let's take a look back. In case you missed it from yesterday, we start with some baseball. My man, Miguel Sano, going deep in the Twins win. Sano has walked twice, scored once. 0 for 1 officially. Swung on well, cracked straight in center field. Long run, Jones. He'll turn around. Gone! A three-run over to straightaway center field off the bat of Miguel Sano. And the Twins now lead 10-2. to They go on for the 11-5 victory back at the top of the American League Central standings. You don't have to say TC. It's April 14th. I can be excited if I want to. Let's go to more day baseball from yesterday in case you missed it. Presented by Wolf Construction Roofing. Let's go to Chicago. Anthony Rizzo, his first bomb of the year. Best part of that one, something you can't see, it's the fans that caught the ball out in the bleachers in right field. Beer goes flying, but right into the hands. A home run ball, and it's some excitement there as the Cubs win it 4 to nothing. the call from Comcast Chicago. Break up the Brew Crew. They're back to 500. How about that, Brewer fans? Ryan Braun hits his third of the year. That's it well. Left field, Duvall looking up, and it's gone. Ryan Braun, his 21st career home run at Great American Ballpark, and the third inning is a big one for the crew. Third home run of the season for Braun, the Milwaukee Brewers, even their record at 5-5. Five and five. We finish up down south in Kansas City. A little bit of trouble early on, but in the end, Kelvin Herrera able to get the save as he gets Trevor Plouffe to ground out. On the ground to Escobar. And the Royals win it. Delvin Herrera gets his first save. Much needed victory there for the Royals as they uh, bring their record back to 3-6. and six, Got swept to kick off the year to the Twins and trying to bounce back and get on the right side of things. We finish up. The place that we don't go very often, but it is playoff time. We go to hockey, Blackhawks, and Nashville last night. Johansson with Smaltz coming in from behind. Got to go over. He scores! Arvidsson swept in front of Crawford, and the Predators have the early goal. The Jofa line has struck. 1 0 Nashville. Just the early goal that holds up Nashville in the United Center last night. Wins it one to nothing. A rough first period, and nothing else for the Blackhawks. They're able to get by Rene, and a victory for Nashville as they lead the series one nothing. Hockey continues tonight in the playoffs. Blues and the Wild tonight at seven o'clock. Keep an eye on that one with the Midwest scene. The Blackhawks back in action on Saturday night at the United Center, seven o'clock with the Predators. That was in case you missed it. Presented by Wolf Construction Roofing. When we come back on the other side. A baseball conversation. Ian Castleberry will stop by. We got other things to talk about as well. Some sports media questions I have for him. The streaming services. Amazon now with some rights to Thursday night football. What is the future of the way that we consume 
We'll talk about that coming up with Ian Castleberry. Awful announcing in the MLB outside corner. That's next as we continue on a solo edition, Jimmy B and TC. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. The weather's warming up and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small, flat roof, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. It's Spring Black Friday at the Home Depot, where right now, select John Deere mowers come with a free Home Depot gift card worth up to 350 bucks. From zero-turn models to the new Excel cutting decks, John Deere gives you a quality cut that won't cut into your downtime. And that free Home Depot gift card puts even more spring in your pocket. Buy a John Deere, get a gift card. During Spring Black Friday, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Bow through April 19th in store and online. Gift card via mailing rebate. See store for details. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money-back guarantee and here's their best offer ever for a limited time go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code des moines to take advantage of mike's four-pack special you'll get 50 percent off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows and free shipping there are about a zillion different ways you can make a connection with the kids in your life. Like cooking with them, watching a movie with them, playing a board game with them, singing with them, <clears throat> even talking in a British accent with them. See what we mean? When you make a connection with the kids in your life, you help them grow up feeling safe and loved. And that goes a long way to make our community strong and healthy. Because connections matter. Learn more at becauseconnectionsmatter.org. Brought to you by Prevent Child Abuse Iowa. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A. DirecTV Select all-included package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B. 
monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet equipment, non-return, other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offerings 121.17. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. All right. Glad to have you back here. Hope you're enjoying your lunch break. Maybe off for Good Friday, whatever it may be. We'll try to keep you up and entertained until 3 o'clock this afternoon. Right now, we go out to the Draft House 50 hotline. Ian Castleberry waits there. You see his work. The outside corner, awful announcing. He shows up all over the place, and he shows up right here talking some baseball and much more. What's up, Ian? Hey, how are you, Trent? Doing well. Good to uh, talk to you again. We we normally have about a 30-second oh, conversation or so before uh, <laughs> before we have you on, but uh, it's good to have a wide-ranging conversation right here today. So we got kind of a lot going on. You're, you're keeping busy over there. Tell us a little bit, though, about your work. I love awful announcing. I, I think it's uh, highly entertaining. Maybe it's because I'm in the business, but it seems like you guys are uh, continuing to gain a pretty big traction over there at awful announcing. Yeah, I'm reminded almost on a weekly basis of just uh, how many people and who reads awful announcing. You know, I'll get a, a comment or an email that I, I would not have expected from uh sometimes some surprisingly big names in the industry. And, and you know, I think it's got to be a prank or, or something like that, but especially if it's a, a compliment. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes, you know, of course, <laughs> they take an issue with uh, with more what me, we might write. But, uh, yeah, sports media, um, you know, I, I'm writing a little bit more about it now than I have been in years past since uh, you've been having me on uh, on your show. Uh, but yeah, it, it's never boring, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, something as uh, Stephen A. Smith or Jason Whitlock or says on the air or, or, you know, what's going on with NFL broadcasting, you know, a lot of, uh, turnover there, especially lately uh, in the broadcast booth. Um, and then, you know, the, the good old standby is, uh, you know, a, a blooper or some sort of gaff that somebody might say on the air. So, uh. Yeah, we got it is a surprisingly uh, rich uh, field to cover. Well, Ian, uh, I wanted to talk to you about something that uh, just continues to try to figure out what the future of television is. What it's going to be is the way that we consume and and just uh, are able to get all of our sports and watching the actual play-by-play. Amazon, it was announced, is uh, going to get a portion of the Thursday night package. It'll still be available over the air, still be available on NFL Network, but... In your mind, is that where we're heading with uh, a lot of the big rights fees coming up? What is it, 2021? I believe kind of a, a big one for some of the big uh, properties that are going to be out there. Is this the direction that we're heading? Netflix, streaming with Amazon Prime, those kind of things. Is that the area we're going next? I think so. I mean, I, I don't. First of all, I don't think any anyone ever has to worry about you know these games not being. 
uh, on on regular television, whether uh, broadcast or cable. Uh, uh, CBS is less moonvis. Granted, not the most objective uh, view in this, but I, I think correctly said that uh, broadcast is always going to uh, uh, be the leader uh, in in terms of uh, broadcasting uh, live sports, especially the NFL. But uh, yeah, I, I th- this is kind of uh, uh, online and, and streaming is kind of the uncharted territory, and whichever sports league can kind of uh, get a foothold or, or become a leader in that, uh, I, I think is the big next step. And, and the NFL uh, so far has has been uh, a pretty progressive with that. Uh, you know, the, the Thursday night games were available streaming on Twitter. Uh, last year, uh, I don't know if you watched that. Uh, the product was pretty good, although I, I don't, you know, n- normally think to go to Twitter to watch an NFL game. Mm-hmm. But for Amazon, I think it's uh, it's ideally suited uh, for that outlet. Uh, not only that, uh, Amazon is in a much better position to monetize this uh, than Twitter was. You know, you get people to sign up for uh, Amazon Prime memberships. People are already signed on uh, for Amazon Prime. You know, they have things they could sell, ads they could play during the game. While you're on Amazon watching the NFL, hey, maybe you want to buy a, a book or a, or a video about the Patriots or Bill Belichick or something like that. You know, over-the-air television, uh, I, I read something, and I can't remember where it is, and I apologize. Uh, always like to give credit where credit is due, but... There's a thought process out there, I know, from some people inside the sports industry that ESPN, with the cord cutting happening and the number of subscribers that they have lost, they're not going to be able to pay the same fees, same thing for a Fox Sports one, and things like that. But we're going to see maybe more and more of these properties migrate back to the major networks. Could you see something like that happening? Yeah, I think so, Uh, especially if it's... uh... A situation where you know maybe uh, viewership goes down if you know you have major playoff series uh, on cable. Uh, you know I think uh, the ratings have been good for for baseball, but you know if you're sticking a, a postseason game on MLB Network exclusively, for instance, you're just not going to have the same uh, viewership. And uh, you know we had uh, the, the the Final Four. On Turner, uh, I believe it was last year or, or the year before, and, and those numbers are are going to go down. I, I think it, it, as long as they're not on broadcast. So I, I think and broadcast networks, especially too, I think are going to be more willing to to get live sports. On live sports is kind of the, the golden goose for for all networks because it's it's seen as non-dvr content you know people want to watch it live they want to be part of the part of the discussion whether it's on social media at the bar having their friends over it's not something that you can you know it's on monday and you watch it on the weekend when you have more time so that's uh, that's very uh, valuable to networks very valuable to advertisers and, and i think that is why uh, i think you're right you will see uh, more of a migration back to uh, broadcast television. One more on the uh, sports media front. Tony Romo, after his retirement, he's going into the booth. Is this going to be a seamless, seamless transition? It seems like most everybody in the industry think he's going to do a good job of this. What do we have, though, that uh, leads us to believe that's going to be the case? Yeah, I mean, it, it seems uh, like, like a risky uh, circumstance uh, for CBS, you know, given that 
Romo has no uh, broadcast experience. I mean, you know, other guys like the person he's uh, uh, succeeding, Phil Sims. You know, a, a lot of guys uh, break in either you know like a B, C, D level game, or they do studio work to kind of ease themselves in. But my guess would be that uh, wh- whether it's been auditions or, or uh, 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 simulated games, that uh, CBS knows that, that Tony Romo uh, isn't going to go out there and embarrass himself, uh, embarrass the network. He's always been a good uh, interview, uh, good for a quote, very genial presence. I, I think uh, pleasant enough uh, where I-, I think it'll be, uh, it'll be a good experience. Plus, I think you know, Phil Simms has just become so increasingly – unpopular and derided, especially on social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, social media, of course, you know, doesn't seem to like uh, anything really, <laughs> right. but Phil Sims, Phil Sims has really uh, taken a beating uh, in recent years. And I think, uh, I don't know if it was affecting ratings or the product overall, but those are headlines. I think CVS uh, would uh, more than, more than likely prefer to avoid And people are going to tune in in big numbers, I think early on. Uh, just to see uh, if Tony Romo uh, is good at this. And, and I, I think, it, yeah, I think it's a, it's a good move. Uh, my first choice would have been Peyton Manning, but uh, I think uh, uh, Tony Romo uh, should be a really good choice uh, in the broadcast booth. Peyton's just waiting to take over as the new GM of the Tennessee Titans. I, I think that's going to be happening here before you Ah, know. there you go. Yeah. Well, uh, one more thing, Ian. I am the, uh, if you didn't know, I am the self-appointed uniform czar of the state of Iowa. Yesterday, oh, I didn't know that. Yes. I, I appreciate you telling me. I yes. will, uh, I will address you accordingly from now on. I, I always like to be self-appointed. That's always a good thing. So uh, <laughs> yesterday, your uh, your team, the Detroit Lions, <laughs> that they're uh, gonna have some new jerseys, a few changes. They got a new uh, Thursday night color rush uniform overall. And I'm gonna tell you, Ian. They knocked it out of the park here. They didn't screw around. They didn't do anything dumb. You got the Honolulu blue back, and, well, you don't got that awful, awful whatever sweat patch thing that they had before. You know, you talk about, you know, Twitter and how everybody hates everything. I think this was pretty widely liked, and I thought the Lions did a great job for once. Yeah, it was a, a surprisingly positive, uh, especially considering it was the Lions. Right. Uh, that, that people uh, really seem to respond uh, to those uh, uniforms. I think it, it mostly goes to what you were saying, that you know this isn't some radical uh, departure or, or something that where, they, where the Lions really tried to make uh, an impact or something different, you know, like the, the uh, alarm clock numbers that you see on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uniforms, for instance. Uh, they, they pretty uh, much kept you know close to the the original template, which is a pretty classic look. I mean, lions the lions are not associated with classic football, but their uniforms I think do have a, a rather classic look, and, and they didn't try to mess with it too much. Uh, solid numbers, uh, the colors, uh, keeping those the same. Personally, I don't like the color rush uniforms. I mean, I don't like them in general, but. I, to me, the the all gray or all silver look, if you want to call it, it looks like a washing machine mistake to me. But uh, it certainly seemed like fans uh, liked the color rush uniforms, which uh, which did uh, did surprise me. Um, and uh, as a longtime Lions fan, I'm, I'm a big fan of the throwback uniforms. I wish the team would wear those all the time, even though I know it doesn't allow much for logos and, and that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, as a Lions fan, very happy uh, with uh, with the new uniforms. You know, I understand that the color rush uniforms are supposed to be, you know, all one color. I get that, but 
I, I would have loved it. I, I like the uniforms on their own. They just don't work very well with the silver, the chrome helmet, whatever you, you want to call it up there. You know, if they went with like a blue helmet along with it or even a white helmet, I think that would have been even more outstanding there with a pretty good color rush uniform, which isn't always the case, as the Miami Dolphins uh, can attest. <laughs> yeah. There have been some disastrous ones. Yeah, the, the Miami Dolphins, uh, I think, uh, was it Buffalo that went all red? Yeah. Uh, but you're right. I, I think that the helmet also needs to to be a part of it, uh, which didn't really happen necessarily with the Lions and, and a lot of the other looks. Uh, but, again, I'm, I'm surprised people people like it. We'll see how it plays on TV. It is, one, it is different to see. You know, players posing in pictures and the uniforms on mannequins. Uh, we'll see how those things play out on TV. And like you said, I really hope overall with this entire uniform set, please, Lions, no sweat patches. Can we not have the, uh, you know, the, the, the stomach, the armpit, the butt uh, uh, patches of sweat uh, with these new uniforms? Ian Castleberry joining us. He can find his work awful announcing part of the comeback. And also you can find his work with the outside corner. All right, Ian, uh, want to get into some baseball here before we run out of time. Saw your team, the Tigers, uh, over the last three games against my squad, the Twins. And, uh, well, the series wasn't going very well, at least for me, until yesterday. Still uh, feeling good about your Tigers at this point with a 6-3 and three start? Yeah, I feel pretty good about them. I mean, I, I was a little down on them uh, going into the season. Uh, caught a lot of flack from my fellow Tigers fans uh, because of it. I, I think the Tigers ha- have pretty much shown uh, in the first nine games uh, uh, what what they really are. You know, they, they they have pretty good starting pitching, although uh, Jordan Zimmerman uh, not impressive at all yesterday against your Twins. That bullpen is going to be uh, a major problem. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, overall, I think the Tigers can be competitive, uh, with, with the Indians, uh, at least, you know, until mid season, I think the the Indians are clearly the better team and will pull away, but, uh, I expect the Tigers to be uh, in the wild card mix. And then I think the twins have been a, a really big surprise early on, probably overlooked. Uh, a lot of a lot of people uh, picking them for last place. I, I, again, it's early, but I, I think the Twins, uh, especially with their offense, uh, have shown that uh, you know they, they should not have been overlooked going into this season. Yeah, last year they were in the uh, I think top eight in baseball and runs scored. It was just the pitching staff was so atrocious, and it looks like maybe there's going to be a slight uptick there if that happens. And Miguel Sano, he looks like he is on his way back in a big way uh, from a disastrous season when they tried to play him in right field last year. So looking back, was that one of the more dumb decisions you can remember in baseball, trying to put turn a 270-pound uh, 23-year-old into a right fielder? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that was, especially, especially underlying italics bold, especially for a team that does not have a pitching staff that emphasizes strikeouts, that, that pitches to contact puts the ball in play uh, to, to have uh, somebody uh, in uh, a corner outfield position uh, that, that wouldn't have been the most mobile out there. Uh, yeah, that, that was obviously one of the biggest mistakes uh, of the season. And it's good to see that the, the Twins uh, admitted their mistake and put Sano back at third base. Well, uh, we know, Ian, that baseball with some rule changes this year, the intentional walk rule, amongst them uh, some confusion being created because of that but uh a rule that i'm in favor of ian you're you're my demographic i'm not a 
an old curmudgeon that has to have everything stay the way that it was here. I got no problem with this new rule. How about you? You're a big baseball guy. Do you like the new intentional walk? Hey, just point the finger down, put that guy in first base. Yeah, in terms of how it goes uh, in the game, I think it's playing uh, pretty well so far. Uh, I mean, when the, the rule was first announced, I didn't really like it because I thought, you know, enough things can happen during an intentional walk, whether, you know, uh, the pitcher throwing a wild pitch or somebody like a Miguel Cabrera or Vladimir Guerrero reaching out and poking a base hit. Uh, but to, to, to take it away, I think, does kind of uh, expedite the process a little bit. Uh, probably much ado about nothing in terms of how many intentional walks there actually are uh, uh, during a game and throughout the season. But, uh, yeah, it, it's not the, uh, the uh, disgrace or, or tarnish uh, of the game that uh, many purists, I think, made it out to be. Yeah, it's really not a big deal. The next up on that one, if we're going to speed up the game, is a pitch clock. And, Ian, I know you uh, watch some minor league baseball down there in Carolina, so you've probably seen the pitch clock in place. We have it here in Des Moines with the Iowa Cubs. I think it works incredibly well. And in the end, I, I saw a study, I believe it was over at SB Nation, talking about the length of games. It's not, co it's not commercials. It's not TV, coming late from breaks, anything like that. The difference from a baseball game 20, 30 years ago is the amount of time that the pitchers take to throw the dang ball. Get the pitch clock up here to Major League Baseball. That's the next step in my mind. Yeah, I agree. I think and, and ha implementing it in the minor leagues, I think getting pitchers used to it, I, I think is the key. Right now, maybe it's a little bit of a tougher sell. You know, you have a lot of veterans who are <clears throat> used to their routine and, and how long it takes them to throw a pitch and looking in and checking the base runners and and uh, uh, tugging at the pine tower on their uh, bill, you know, and what, whatever else. Uh, but, yeah, I think that is a, an easy uh, fix to implement. Uh, I think it's even – I think it adds some drama to the game as well, whether you're at the ballpark or uh, watching on television, you know, to, to get that pitch thrown uh, before the umpire uh, calls a ball. I think it, it, it could um, add – not just to the to the speed of the game, but I just think uh, the flow and the drama overall. Eventually, I, I do believe we will see a pitch clock in Major League Baseball. Ian Castleberry, you can find him on Twitter at Ian Cass, and uh, he's all pumped up. What is there, there a new Star Wars thing coming out or something? Yeah, yeah. After I get off, I probably got to watch it for the tenth time. Uh, the, the new trailer that came out. Uh, uh, yeah, pretty pretty exciting, and uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, upcoming summer movies and the like. Oh, you Star Wars nerds. I haven't seen one of those <laughs> since, I don't know. It's uh, well, It's got to be at least 30 years probably since I've seen one of those things. Haven't been able to get back into it, Ian. A little too busy, and uh, I left it behind. But for you, enjoy it. I know it'll be a big summer topic, and I'll be uh, the old curmudgeon in that side of things. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. We need both uh, in this world. Ian, be good. Enjoy your time. We'll talk again soon, all right? Trent, thanks so much for having me on. Enjoy talking to you in the afternoon. Yes, always good. That's Ian Castleberry, his work all over the place, part of the comeback, awful announcing, and the outside corner with us on the Draft House 50 hotline. We'll come back on the other side. Still plenty to get to here today. Coming up at 1 o'clock, we got Mark Simon. We'll dig a little bit deeper into baseball and inside the numbers with him with ESPN Stats and Information. We got Jeff Hughes stopping by, Wolfgang. It's a busy show. You can join me as well, 264-1700. We're back in a moment in the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. 
Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on The Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. You only have till April 15th to get your $100. Switch from H&R Block to Jackson Hewitt and we'll pay you $100. Money just for ditching your old tax service. Plus, we'll make it super easy with hassle-free filing, even late and on weekends. Switch today. Get 100 bucks. It pays to file at Jackson Hewitt. Minimum tax preparation fee of $150 applies. Offer valid when you complete your taxes with us. $100 provided on a card. Not valid with any other promotion or discount. Ask a tax pro or see jacksonhewitt.com for details. Available in participating locations only. Most offices are independently owned and operated. Here is the inventor of Texas Superfood, Dennis Black. Great health comes from nature, and that's what's in Texas Superfood. Nature's antioxidant-rich vitamins and minerals from 55 vine-ripened fruits and vegetables. So here's my health promise to you. Switch from your chemistry-set vitamins to Texas Superfood for 90 days. Experience increased energy, more focus, and better sleep, or return it. No questions asked. Now when you order two bottles of Texas Superfood, get the third bottle free. 877-55-TEXAS. You can also order online at TexasSuperfood.com. By the time that we got up there, his room was filled with smoke. The wind had blown and drifted the snow up against the side of my house, blocking the exhaust from my furnace. I heard the smoke alarm going off in my friend's apartment. Without the kid a smoke alarm, my son would not be here today. Had it not been for that carbon monoxide detector, they would come to school and not have their teacher there. I grabbed my fire extinguisher and put out the fire. Kinemakes technology that saves lives. Get these essential products at Menards. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and DC. It's been a pleasure to be on with two of the finest gentlemen, the guru. I love Jim Branson and Trent. You do a wonderful job. The whole package is I never give you enough credit, but I want to also give you credit. Uh, go back to the bar now where you just watch oh. out. <laughs> Check in the bail, Jeff. Hey, guys. Love the show. Love having some local talk over the noon hour. Jimmy B and TC on Des Moines' big station for sports. 1700 KBGG. The Spot West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, 
and medical spa treatments, including Dermapen, along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxdemoines.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Hey everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B, and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Trent back with you running solo today here and for the next so week and a half or so till Jimmy B's back from his vacation. You can join me here, 264-1700. Got some day baseball today with the Cubs in action. Cubbies taking on Pittsburgh this afternoon. It'll be Garrett Cole for the Pirates on the bump. He has struggled in his first two starts of the year. Has uh, not gone very well. Gave up uh, three his last time out against the Braves in six innings before that. Uh, Open things up against Boston. He gave up five runs in five innings. He'll be on the mound against Kyle Hendricks for the Cubs. The lineup's also out. The Cubbies going at the top the way that they've gone with Kyle Schwarber in that top position. It is not old-school baseball, that is for sure. When you put your speedster at this top, that's not the case anymore. Schwarber, Bryant, Rizzo, one, two, three. Zobris, Russell, Hayward, Montero, Hendricks. And Javi Baez will bat in the ninth spot. Let's jump out to the phone lines right now. You're on Jimmy B and TC. Who do we got? Hey, this is Bob. What's going on? Hey, I just heard you talking to, uh, about the media, and uh, most of that was national. I just wanted to know, what's the deal with uh, Mario Miller? Why, where have they been? Where did they disappear to? Uh, they're still doing their TV thing. They're deciding to concentrate on the television side, so... They're still over there at Mediacom, as they have been the last couple of years. You can check them out there, and you can also catch your show at martyandmiller.com, and you can watch it live there. But they're off the radio? Yep, no radio, no radio. No radio? Well, all right, kind of tough to watch TV on your way home. <laughs> that, that is true. That is true. Have a good one. All Appreciate right. it. Bye. 264-1700. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the changes in media happen all over the place. You know, I was talking with Ian about that. And we're waiting to get football schedule. I opened up the show today talking about that, about football schedules and what's happening, you know, with Iowa and Iowa State possibly going forward.
But this is normally the time. Maybe next week we'll start to hear some start times start to trickle out. But with the Big Ten and their new contract, are we going to see some different windows? Remember a few weeks ago, Northwestern was able to get away from the two Friday night games that they were expect to happen. And you know, what kind of night games are we going to get? We'll start to delve into that a little bit more and, and try to take a look here, see what games would make some sense. And what's the start time going to be for Iowa State? Last year, the night game, a great environment. The game uh, wasn't a real pretty one. Looking forward to seeing that and seeing what's going to come out and maybe another night game. They're fun. There's a lot of time for drinking. I've certainly uh, taken a hold of that. Back to the phone lines again, 264-1700. You're on Jimmy B and TC. Who's this? Hey, it's Jim. Hey, what's going on, Jim? Hey, um, I guess they passed out the uh, World Series rings uh, this week uh, mm-hmm. in Chicago. Did anybody in Iowa uh, get any of those rings? That's a or good... they pass out 100 some rings, didn't they? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, part of the staff maybe with the iCubs. I'm not sure. I hadn't heard anything. Uh, and somebody had asked me that, in fact, yesterday. And I, I just don't know. I'll do a little research, though, see if I can come up with anything. I did hear, though, that uh, a ring is going to be making its way to an iCubs game. And they're going to let the uh, fans take a look at it. I'm sure it'll be behind lock and key. But at the very least, you know, you'll be able to get up close and personal, maybe see one of the things this summer. Did you hear that they passed out rings to different people, but they were different types of rings? Some had, you know, real diamonds. Other ones had replicas. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not, but... Well, you were passing those out to the scoreboard operators. Right, yeah, 108 diamonds. Uh, yeah, you're not going to be able to get everybody that one. You know, I, I've heard that in the past as well, where a lot of times it'll be the players, ownership, managers, coaches, you know, all those different people that are really involved. And then when you get down into operations people, you get into office people, you know, things like that, they'll get a replica of the ring, but it's not going to have the diamonds. It's not going to have the, the different jewels that are in there. And I'm sure that's the case as well. Even with all the money that the Ricketts family has, and you can't be shelling out. And those things, whew, they are expensive. Still, I'd take one. I'm not even a Cubs fan. Wear it around. Hey, look, I got a World Series ring. No, no, those aren't real diamonds. Probably get ganked in an alley. Maybe I shouldn't do that. We'll come back. One o'clock hour next. Baseball talk with Mark Simon, ESPN Stats and Information. He joins me here on the other side, live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. It's Jimmy B and TC. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. The weather's warming up and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small. Flat roof, sloped or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. If you think trains will stop if they see a car on the tracks, you're right, they will. About a mile after they hit you. In 2015 alone, 230 people were killed at railroad crossings. Don't become the next fatality. Stop. Trains can't. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. 
Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money back guarantee and here's their best offer ever for a limited time go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to take advantage of Mike's four-pack special you'll get 50% off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows and free shipping the people who design engineer and build Ford vehicles never rest and neither do the specialists who service them. No one keeps those cars and trucks running or stopping better than them. After all, no one knows your Ford better than Ford and Ford Service. Now get a $50 rebate by mail on any Motorcraft brake service when you use the Ford Service credit card. Subject to credit approval, taxes extra, rebate by prepaid debit card. Pads or shoes on most vehicles, one axle exclusions apply. See a participating Ford dealer for rebate details through 63017. Welcome to Staples. Staples guy, I have my own business, so I wear lots of hats. Now I'm wearing my office manager hat because I need supplies. Well, Staples has everything you need. Now I'm putting on my CFO hat because I can't overspend. And you won't. Right now, 10 ream cases of Staples multi-purpose paper are just $19.99. All my hats and I would like to thank you. They are welcome. Staples, everything you need for business at great prices. And now, 10 ream cases of Staples multi-purpose paper are just $19.99. In-store only, limit two per customer. 